We are at our hotel. Our hotel's right on the beach and I'm just laying back and sound of the ocean and it's just so calming. And I just looked out at the sunset that was right in front of me and I was like, this is what I wanna do forever. Like, I just wanna do the things that make me happy. I don't wanna do what I don't wanna do anymore. You're listening to the Brand Vibe Podcast, where we highlight the stories, strategies, successes, and yes, the struggles of what it takes to not just build a business, but an iconic brand all around the life that you want to lead. I'm your host, Nicole Nieves, brand consultant, marketing maven, and highly caffeinated mom to three growing boys. After 15 years of being a corporate exec, I went from having a boss to being a boss by finally stepping into my CEO power. So if you're ready to do the same, then grab a glass of wine, cafe con leche, or whatever you're into these days, and let's catch a vibe. Let me just say that I have a time crunch. I pretty much only have maximum 40 minutes. It's for me to get this podcast episode done because hi, mom, have to pick up my kid. But that has kind of been the vibe of this entire year where it's like under the gun, trying to get something done, trying to hit a deadline and then feeling like I had enough time. Actually, I don't. I have enough time. Actually, I don't. That's been the vibe of 2022 for me. So I'm going to dive into how my year went as a whole going into each quarter. And I'm diving into the four questions that I always ask myself when I am looking back at a project that we did at a launch that we had, or in this case, for an entire year of business so that I can get the best practices, but also be really honest and open with what went well and what freaking did not go well that we want to change going into the next year. So let's go ahead and get started and just jump right into Q1. Now, if you tuned into my podcast episode from last year around this time, I did a retrospective of 2020, kind of a business in review. And you can go back and listen to where I ended the year going into 2021. But let me just tell you that I had so much hope in the beginning of 2021. Like in Q1, I was in such a better place than I was, say, you know, 2020. 2020 was a year for me that was like, oh my gosh, it just all happened. We all kind of went through everything from the pandemic, but everything in my business launched during 2020 and it launched incredibly well. I quit my full-time job. I hired some help. I started my business and really went all in on my dreams, the dreams that I had been really dreaming up for years and finally made it happen in 2020. But the thing I was not prepared for is that when you get started as an entrepreneur and you really get that momentum going, like that does not stop, which means that everything had to catch up with the momentum that was happening. Like my ability to produce had to catch up with how quickly business was coming in. My mindset around hiring help had to catch up with how much work was now available. I had some money trauma, frankly, from childhood that I had to deal with when it came to feeling like I wanted to hold on to the reins and like really not be open to investing in the same way. Like there was a lot of things that I wasn't prepared for in terms of positive business growth. And I don't feel like that's talked about often episode for another day, but in all honesty, like we get this feedback around how to kickstart your business, how to progress in your business. And then when it does, when it happens and it's like, holy crap, you've monetized your passion and now you get to make this a reality. You don't necessarily get the feedback on how to deal with 
the avalanche that is coming your way. And so that was 2020. If you want more details on that, you can head back to our podcast from last year around this time and listen to that episode. But suffice it to say that I spent a lot of time in 2021 really kind of slowing down to speed up in my business and allowing myself to get to a place where my mindset and my attitude and my health and all the things just really caught up with where my business was progressing in 2020. And so going into 2022 this year in Q1, I was really excited. I was just in such a different mind space. Like I was ready to hire help, like not just hire a couple contractors here and there, which is primarily what my staff was at the time, but to truly hire someone full-time. I had tried to hire someone full-time in 2021, did not work out that well. And so I really had to recover from that and then get ready to embrace that moving into 2020. 2022. I was so excited by the vision that was planted in me from our Puerto Rico trip the year before or a few months before at that point and really invigorated on everything that brand you would end up becoming. And I was just like, let's go, like, let's freaking do this. You know, it's kind of like me in this podcast episode where I'm like, I could I could totally record this in time to pick up my son, right? It's totally fine. Everything's fine. And so I went into 20, 2022 Q1 with that attitude, like we're going, we're launching brand new, it's gonna be amazing. My birthday is the 27th of January. And so I was like, we're gonna do a birthday launch. It's gonna be awesome. Didn't happen. Not as I was planning. And I just really like was so motivated to make it happen that I just wasn't really allowing the reality check of there is a lot of stuff to get done in this really short period of time. And I really had my superwoman hat on and this like, I can do it kind of attitude. And it didn't go the greatest for me. And it was about a week before my birthday where I was like, this is not going to launch in a week. Like this stuff is not happening. So we need to figure out what we're going to do differently, how to heart to heart with some of the people on my team. And we're just like, okay, hold on. Let's just pump the brakes, just pump the brakes right now. Let's just like figure out what we need to shift, what needs to look differently. Like it's okay. It's going to be okay. And at that point, I just want you to know, like I had already pushed off the launch of Brand You by um, a month. I wanted to launch it Black Friday of 2021. And so Q1 was like, Black Friday, it's okay. It's kind of like a lot of noise. It's all good. I really don't want this to get overshadowed. Q1 is going to be perfect. And then it just didn't happen. So I had to get this moment of like giving myself grace on the launch date that I said I was going to do comparatively to what was an actual reality and really remind myself that I am on no one else's timeline but my own in this instance. And me rushing to it just because I'm excited and passionate about it doesn't mean that it's the best thing for my team, doesn't mean it's the best thing for my clients even. So that said, we pressed pause on brand you. And then I got this wild idea, like, well, if I'm going to press pause on this, then I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to take the time to really intentionally build up a true community and serve the people that I had now. And I want to do that in a new and fresh way, in a way that I've been talking about for ages, but haven't done yet. Insert the Brand Vibe podcast. And so here I am a week before January uh, 27th, week before my birthday. And sending a message to my podcast editor and video editor, who's just our creative part of our creative team here. And I was like, hey, I want to start a podcast. I can whip up a couple episodes. Is there any way you could turn this around in a week? (laughs) 
Now, if anyone has ever started a podcast before, you might be thinking like, are you insane? Like you're going to turn over all of the assets in a week. Like, are you crazy? And I'm like, no, no, I could totally do it. And so I whipped up my episodes and I had my graphic designer do the podcast art and we're getting our launch, you know, like slides and social together. And my editor's back there and he's like working his little tail off trying to get this going. And then I submitted to Apple and realized like, er, slow down. Apple Podcast does not work quite as quickly as I do. And at that point, it was like, cool. Well, if this is not a lesson at the beginning of this year of nothing happening on the timeline that I want and or of me like having unrealistic expectations of how much I can get done, then, you know, I don't know what is at this point. So we pressed pause on launching it right away. And then we just decided to pace ourselves. And that really shaped the rest of the year. Like, I feel like those two moments right at the beginning of the year just was a reminder. I'm like, just because you're in a better place than you were, say, 2020, doesn't mean that you should be sprinting to get right back to where you were before, because all that's going to do is I'm going to be so excited for a season, but I'm going to turn and burn. And I had already experienced that, and I didn't want to do that again. And so that was a moment of like, okay, grace of God, like, thank you for just slowing me down. I just feel like sometimes things happen in our life too just slow us down for a moment and prepare us for what's ahead. And that was 100% the theme of 2022 for me was just this whole concept of being slowed down on what some of my goals were and what some of my launch dates were and some of the initiatives that I had because there were other things that needed to be prioritized and other things that I needed to take care of. Um, and I just didn't realize it yet. Like I had no idea what was coming. So I went into Q1 thinking, cool, we are gonna slow down. We're going to um, go ahead and focus on launching the podcast around March time. We'll do it well. We'll launch with a few episodes. Like we'll really, you know, make it happen. And then we'll go ahead and launch brand new shortly after that. So everything feels like more paced and more aligned. And so that went really well in terms of just kind of pausing in the chaos and then choosing to remind myself that like I am in control of my launch dates. Like as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, you get to make those decisions, you get to call those shots. And so that's what we did. And we ended up launching our podcast in Q1, which was so exciting. At the same time, I was also doing a Reels challenge that I had launched where I was doing a Reel a day and just really being consistent in my content. Like all of that were part of the things that went really well. And it happened with me having to like run into a couple of, you know, walls to be like, okay, slow down. Okay, slow down. And that is a good thing. You know, I view that as a good thing. Now, going into Q2, I was so ready to hire. I mean, I had already had that mindset and I had already been interviewing a few different people. And so we pulled the trigger and made a hire for a full-time marketing strategist in my business. And that was such a scary move because I had already kind of been burned in the past through a new hire situation, someone full-time that just frankly didn't work out in the way that I wanted. But I also knew that this was what my business needed at the time because 
I had been in a season of growth and we had big goals and, you know, big focuses on what was ahead. And I knew that this was, you know, the time that I wanted to buy my time back and really be able to lean on creating a team that was like fully devoted to me, not just contractors, which I have a great, great experience with a crew of contractors, but there's nothing like having someone full-time on your squad. And so we made that hire in Q1 as well. And so going into Q2, I felt really excited. It was like, okay, cool. We are going to go after brand you. We're going to launch in a great way. We have, you know, really served our audience well. I'm excited about what we're putting out there. And I have someone on the team like, let's freaking go. Like, let's go. Okay. So now we're into Q2 of 2022. I have someone new who's on the team who's full-time. I have this brand you program that I am so stoked to roll out. And it was so much more than a program at that point. I mean, even at this point, Brand You really is a part of our brand. It's our education arm extension, if you will, where we are curating all of our courses and programs and coaching and mentorship. It is that one-stop shop for entrepreneurs to start, grow, and scale their business. There just really isn't that one place that you can rely on and you can go to. And so there's this big vision for it. And initially, we were going to roll it out with three DIY online self-study courses. And so that's what we were prepared to launch come Q2. And at that time, I had realized a couple things. Number one, hiring someone full-time means that you now have a full-time job to help onboard them, to pour into them, to get them acclimated to the work that you're doing. And I took a chance on someone who had the background in education for the role in marketing and brand strategy but her actual career had actually been in a different industry. And so coming into this online space, there is a lot that you have to learn if you're somewhat new to the things that we're doing in terms of backend and systems and processes and launching. And then there's a lot that you have to learn about the brand that you are working for. There's a lot that she had to learn about how we show up and who we serve. And so to think that I was going to be able to hire someone full time and all of a sudden buy all of my time back and be able to launch and be able to do all these things was like, hello, have we not learned your lesson yet? And so I was like, OK, cool, I'm going to need some help to help me help her and to still let us launch our programs and get everything done that we want to get done. So I ended up joining a coaching program that was kind of a, you know, group coaching cohort accelerator style program. And the reason I joined is because they had launch agency services associated with their program. And I was like, okay, I run a launch agency. I clearly, we can do this, but we are still serving clients at this time. Like I'm not just a creator who's here, like creating content, coming up with courses and then being able to launch it. I run a full blown agency. I have coaching clients. I have work that I'm doing and I'm raising three babies, you know? So teenage boys, but they'll always be my babies, right? And so I knew that I was going to need some help. And for me, I was like, cool, we're in a season of investing. And for me to invest in my full-timer, for me to invest in my clients, I would love to be able to gift myself with the ability to invest in a company who can help me with all of my launch stuff. So that was a really important moment for me to make that decision. So in doing that, though, I went into that program and essentially got 
exposure to a different way of doing business. And what I once thought was going to be just these DIY courses, I was kind of challenged in some of these calls to really think about it differently, think about how I can actually be more hands-on with my people. And so I decided to pull my audience and to just really see like, what are they mostly interested in? Do people really just want like hands-off DIY, get it done yourself? Or are you really seeking something that is a little bit more collaborative, like a accelerator style program that is more hands-on. And for me, I was like, well, that spoke to me because hello, I, I joined this, right? So maybe that's speaking to my people right now too. And this is really important because even if you are an expert in your craft and in your field, there's always something to learn. There's always something to soak in. And it is also most important to listen to your people. What do they want? Not just what you want, what they want. What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? And also mar marry that with the fact that the industry is shifting and changing. And as time shift and change, what people want shifts and changes as well. So in asking them what they wanted and in thinking about, you know, where we were headed in 2022, it just felt so aligned to start a group coaching program that was more of an accelerator where it is a mix, kind of a hybrid of DIY self-study type of content plus live coaching calls with me so that I can be more hands-on, so it can be more collaborative, so it can feel kind of like a mini mastermind and really allow people to feel invested in one another and to build that community and to be able to answer their questions with me. Fabulous, right? Except that if I was gonna do that, everything needed to change with my content. Not the context of what I was bringing, but in terms of the program itself, like it will look completely different now that it's an accelerator program as opposed to just DIY courses. So that then led me to another season of, you guessed it, pause, slowing down, reevaluating. And I was like, Goodness gracious, you've got to be kidding. Like, I just want to get this thing launched. You know, I'm the kind of person that when I'm excited about something, like I'm so ready to go after it. And I had been teasing this bad boy to my audience for so long. And I had so many people who were like, can you just tell me what brand new is already and what that's going to be? And I was like, I would, but I'm not quite sure yet because it's shifting and changing as we speak. <laughs> and so just mind you, I'll do this, you know, I'll do another video around this, but this is not my first rodeo when it comes to creating courses and creating programs. I had already launched a program called Launch Vibes Lab. I had already, you know, done some DIY courses. I have been, I had been serving clients at that point one-on-one -on -one for a year and a half. I had a mastermind um, called Visionary Vibes Mastermind. Like I have been in the thick with my clients doing the work. And so this really was a moment where like I had already had some proven concepts. I knew what my people needed help with. I was just kind of stuck in the container on how to present it. And also in juggling the like, how do I focus on something I'm super excited about and want to launch while still serving the clients I have here really, really well. And so with that, I went through just another pause of like, we're just gonna hold off on launching brand new till like May. It's gonna be May. You know, May or June is when we'll make it happen. At the same time, I had been pouring into my new full-time hire. I had brought someone else on on a part-time basis and was like, okay, I really want to also pour into myself when it comes to elevating my leadership and how I build a team. So I invested in a program around that. 
And I either usually do like coaching or like one-on-one coaching or masterminds. And in 2022, I didn't do either of them. So for me, I had more flexibility to just join a program here and there that was a little more specific on what my needs were, as opposed to like a kind of all-inclusive mastermind. And in hindsight, right, what worked, what didn't, I, I love, I love, I love masterminds. Like, I think that there's a time and a place for programs and accelerators I have one in brand new. I absolutely love it and I'm excited about it, but there's nothing that beats a high level one-on-one mastermind slash coaching. And so really, really will depend on what you need in your business. I don't regret any of the programs that I joined. If anything, I regret not adding a one-on-one coach on top of the programs that I joined. So that's just like my little feedback in terms of investing in yourself and having that support just because it's so helpful to be able to bounce off of someone else or to have a, a small knit community of people that you can rely on for the entire year. So that's why we have both our accelerator program, but we also have our visionary vibes mastermind because there it's just a different type of container and it's just a different type of person and business owner at a different place in your business that is going to want to join a program like that. So did the programs and it was just season of like investing back in myself. Now at the same time, our agency was growing. So we were getting more clients who wanted more done for you support. We were getting more clients who wanted monthly consulting. We had signed a couple of big clients. We had renewed a couple huge contracts. And so the agency was just flowing, you know? And so I'm like, great, this is going really well. But for me, so much of my time and energy is poured back into my agency. So much of me is given back into that, whether it's me creative directing, or it's me working one-on-one with our clients or taking these consulting calls. So I really wanted this opportunity to launch Brand You so that I could just diversify our revenue streams. Because if I needed to pull back for whatever reason on the agency side, I really wanted to make sure we were still going to serve our clients well. At the same time, I also wanted to start to dabble in more passive income for my business because that is really important. Like when you think about, and at that point, we hadn't really hit the whole like, inflation, you know, rise. We hadn't hit the like recession scares, but I've always approached my business with this blended business model of having this multiple stream of income kind of approach to it. I just think it's the safest bet to do it. So I really wanted that on the brand new side. And mostly I had a vision I was really excited about and I wanted to see that come to life. So that was Q2 in a nutshell. And needless to say that with all the new clients that were coming on, on the agency side and the flex there, I was really feeling tapped out. I was like, okay. Are you feeling empowered to build your own table, to take ownership of your own career growth, your income potential, your wealth goals? It's time to chase after your scariest dreams, time to live out your passion and build a life you love. Your sky's the limit goals and when I grow up dreams have honestly never been more primed for opportunity than right now. Let's redefine success for you and build your future your way. The Brand Vibe University, Brand You for short, is your new go-to online business school with a twist. Inside, you'll learn all the step-by-step frameworks to starting, growing, and scaling your dream business all around the life that you want to lead. Every program is uniquely curated to meet you right where you are along your entrepreneurship journey. 
from our signature Business 101 course to help you learn the nuts and bolts of starting your own online business, to our live one-off masterclass trainings that help you elevate your brand, to our mastermind programs with hands-on coaching and training, one-on-one support to help you learn how to build your personal brand, elevate your marketing strategies, and launch your offers like a boss. We've got everything you need to start, grow, and scale your dream business. Plus, what kind of university would be complete without a campus shop? From templates and tools to resources and merch, I cannot wait for you to dive into all of the goodness inside of BrandU. It is truly our vision to be that one-stop shop resource to inspire you to step further into that CEO power and build your brand your way. And hey, if you want a little taste of what's inside of Brand U, you can head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash welcome and get free access to a mini training that gives you the ins and outs of what it takes to start, grow, and scale your dream business. Plus, you'll also get access to our Boss Bee Toolkit, which has some of our favorite entrepreneurship tools and templates to help you along your journey. Yes, class is officially in session, but this time it's a vibe. Welcome to Brand U. So in reformatting brand you and serving our clients well and onboarding a new team, I was like, I'm tapped. I'm going to just pause this like big launch of brand you and we're going to be okay with waiting. Now, mind you, I had learned this lesson earlier on that year already. And so it's like every time it would come up again that I kind of just needed to slow down for a season, I would get less and less stressed about it and I wouldn't feel as guilty and I wouldn't be like all anxious right in like, I'd be like, cool, no big deal. Like we're just gonna, we're just gonna pause. There's other things that we're focusing on because business was booming. It was just booming in a different avenue from what I was trying to launch in that particular thing. And um, my team was growing and I was happy and I was with my, you know, family. I had good balance, like things were working really well. And little did I know that the I think truly like the space of not launching in brand you was truly like a God thing of just preparing me for what was ahead, preparing space for me to handle what was ahead. Because come Q3 now, right? January, February, March, April, May, June, so July, (laughs) July, August, September, um, come Q3, my entire world was rocked. And if you've been uh, part of my um, brand for a while, you know the story, you know the drill, you can go back and watch the last video, listen to the last podcast episode where I recap that as well. But essentially July 1st exactly was when my 14-year-old son at the time, now 15, was attacked by a Chicago police sergeant. And our entire world changed, our entire world changed come that. I cannot imagine having to lead a brand new accelerator program around Brand Vibe University while serving our agency clients, while helping to build this team and dealing with the massiveness of what this case ended up becoming and the situation brought on our family. And so sometimes we have to face things in life with a no, like sometimes doors close, sometimes the answer is no. And for me, launching brand new in Q2 was a no. And I didn't understand at the time and I felt okay about it because I had already kind of been getting into this, you know, acceptance for it, but I had no idea just how much I needed that to be a no. And so if you're 
at a point in your business or if you're doing your own retrospective and you're looking back and you're thinking like, I wish things were different or why can't I launch and why isn't this program rolling out and why can't I pursue my passion and I wanted to quit my nine to five already and I wanted to be able to do X, Y, and Z. I wanted to find my spouse. I wanted to have a baby. Like all these big things you may want in your life. If it's not happening, I just want you to like release that to... I mean, to God, to the universe or whatever that is for you, but like release it and just trust the process and know that sometimes no is protecting yourself and preparing yourself for what's ahead. And sometimes you're preparing for something incredibly amazing. And sometimes you're preparing to fight a massive war. So that's just my little word of encouragement for you because I had no idea why things were getting put off so much, but I cannot imagine having to lead clients and a new program with everything that went down. So then Q3 came along and it was an absolute nightmare. I mean, truly, it was nothing that we expected in our life personally. And of course, that's going to feed over in my business. Of course, that's going to feed over to how I have capacity or don't have capacity to show up as a leader. Like all of my energy and all of my time and all of my effort, all of my resources, everything was going into fighting for this case, fighting for justice, fighting for my son. Like I was not going to put any ounce aside from that. Like mama bear came out tenfold and I wouldn't have had it any other way, but I had no idea that that was going to go down. And so when it came to my business, that was a moment where it was like, all right, team, like show me your colors. We either got it or we don't. We're either going to make this happen or we're not. And I hate disappointing clients. I hate not delivering deadlines. I hate not delivering quality work. So none of that was able to be compromised. Like that was not an option. It was not an option that we wouldn't serve our clients in the way that we were expected to, that we wouldn't hit our deadlines. Like we did check back in with clients and when there was flexibility on dates, they completely understood. But we had some clients who were live launching at the time and they totally resonated with everything I was doing and they were fighting with us online, but they also had a business to run and they also had revenue to bring in. And so this was a moment where I was like, okay, all of my time and energy pausing <laughs> to pour back into my team and to make sure that they feel fully equipped and feel really excited about what they could bring to the table. Like, let's go. We're going to put it to the test and we're going to see what is actually possible right now because I have zero bandwidth to give you on all of this. And so anything extra that I had became like marching orders to the team and only reviewing what I absolutely had to review. And that's what I told them. Like, I trust you, you know the drill, but if there's anything you're second guessing, any feedback that you're getting and you need my eyes on it, send me a text. Do not message me anywhere else, but send me a text message um, because my world was turned upside down at that point and Instagram and social was absolutely crazy. My email was just completely full. So it was like, and I wasn't checking Slack because Slack was work to me and I didn't have, I didn't have the capacity to focus on work at the time. And so they really, really, really stepped up. Like, ah, like I'm so, like I could cry thinking about it. But these girls, because I primarily have a team of girls, but they really, really stepped up. Like, 
I think there's so much to be said from that situation of when you get out of someone's way and you really release the reins as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, someone who's just constantly like, did you get it right? Did you get it right? Like, I wouldn't do it that way. I would do it this way. Like, I get it. It's hard. You went from solopreneur to entrepreneur, like CEO, and that takes some mindset shifts that you have to do in order to fully release and trust the team. And that's not always instant. And that's a really big reason why we focus on that in our accelerator program. It's called the CEO Accelerator because I don't just want you to like make five figures a month or hit your first six figures in your business. Like I want you to really elevate your mindset into the CEO mindset so that you can trust your team, so that you can release, so that you can trust the process and what's ahead. So I am so grateful for my team stepping up. Our audience grew tremendously. I went from two to 3,000 on TikTok to just under 60,000 on TikTok. Both of my Instagram accounts grew, my personal account and my business one to about 11,000 collectively. And it was tons of media outreach, tons of exposure, tons of inquiries. I mean, over 20, 30 inquiries on working with us. And I went through a season where I felt really bad about not being able to take on new clients at that time or not being able to, you know, serve people that had just discovered us right away. But I think the clients who understood, understood, and the ones that wanted to wait, waited, and we signed them later on that year when we were ready. But with that, like, it was just a really beautiful thing to see the community come together around us. And I, I learned so much about accepting help during that season because I had to accept the help from my team to step in where I couldn't. And I had to accept the help from everyone online to help get this message out there and to try to get justice. And I had to accept the help from my community who wanted to pour back into our family so much. And everyone, our family, oh my gosh, our family stepped up like crazy in all aspects. And it was just a season of really, really being okay with accepting help without feeling the weight of having to give back because I had nothing left to give back. So that thankfully ended with two charges, two felony charges towards the officer who um, attacked my son, knelt down on him, held him down against as well. And we are in the middle of court battle, you know? So it's like we got our, our first step towards justice, but there is still a big fight ahead. And so even going into like Q4, I feel like what went well in Q4 was releasing the weight and the pressure of having to have it all together amidst just a crazy Q3. I had just gone through an entire year. It was like, delay the launch, delay the launch, delay the launch. And for good reason, because I had no idea what was coming. But then I started as like, as the case started becoming resolved, quote unquote, because it's not even near resolved. But as I started to get some kind of like conclusion towards how I can move forward and do business and in my life, I was like, I should have launched by now. I should have done this. I should have done that. And a lot of people will look back and they'll be like, "You, your audience grew massively. You got thousands of followers. Like business should be crazy, should be booming. But mind you, I talk about this all the time. Like you don't just, it's not about followers. Like followers are vanity metrics. It's about the right followers who are really aligned to your mission, who really want what you are offering. And the truth is most people were following me because of what happened to my son and because they wanted to show their support. And they also wanted updates on what was going on. And a few of them, 
a good amount of them were like, oh, and she has some good value to add when it comes to marketing and to branding and to business. But in terms of true, like aligned followers who are ready to buy from me, like that was not at all the influx that I got because even the new folks that were around were in a state of curiosity. I haven't really had a chance to like warm them up or like nurture them or build relationship. You know what I mean? So it really just became like, I have these new followers, but I'm not trying to capitalize on that right now if they're not ready because they don't really know what I'm about quite yet. And that's going to take a season as well. And so that was really going into Q4 where we had it in Q4. It was like, okay, let's launch brand you from a good place, you know, from like a calm place for whoever might be ready within our vicinity. And we kicked off with this Elevate Your Offer bootcamp where we were really helping people to get really refined and aligned in their offers. And then from there, really launched our CEO Accelerator program. And what I realized through that is while I was in a better place, to show up and to like start to get the training wheels off again of getting back into business, like slowly making my way back into business and away from this personal case and finding a balance, basically finding a new norm. I wasn't like fully ready to pour myself into a launch or pour myself into content creation or pour myself into you know, 25 to 30 clients. So I ended up limiting the spots like significantly. I was like, I just get a handful right now to test the program and to be able to like really refine what I want to teach and just end this year. Like this year was crazy. I just wanted to end the year from a place of rest and a place of trust on what's ahead with a clear mind and a clear heart. And I feel like on the personal side, that was finally starting to be resolved. And on the business side, I just didn't want to push it. So it wasn't the craziest, biggest, most successful launch I've had at all. But you know what made that launch so special to me was that it didn't feel like a failed launch to me at all, like not even close. For me, I was so proud of the fact that I actually did put it out there and it wasn't because it had been delayed, you know, quarter after quarter. I was proud that I put it out there post Q3, right? Post what happened to our family because I felt like I needed to take back my power. That's what Q4 was for me. Q4 for me was like taking back my power. If you've ever gone through something traumatic or a hardship of sorts, like give yourself grace. I talked about this in one of our other episodes, but give yourself so much grace. And then when you're ready, like don't push it, but when you're ready, take back your power and take back your joy and really get ready to hone in and to step into it and to really show up differently. And that's exactly what happened for me in Q4 post-launch. Like I think I went into the launch and the program being like, I'm totally ready for business to be exactly as it was before. And I was kind of fooling myself, but I was absolutely ready to take back my power and to actually like get back into doing what I do best. Like not just to make money in my business because our agency was doing just fine, but really because I love showing up for my people and I love coaching and I love being hands-on with, with people building their business from the ground up and from them being able to scale it. And, and it excites me and it gets me going and it's joyful to me. Like it's what brings me joy. And I didn't want to keep losing that or sacrificing that because of what someone else did to our family. Like enough was enough. And I needed to take ownership back of that. And so that's 
exactly what I did. And it felt really, really good to be at that point. And right after my launch, my husband and I went on the most beautiful trip to Maui. It was my first time in Hawaii and oh my gosh, it's just so gorgeous. Like in another life, I would absolutely live there. But it was so relaxing and it was such a vibe. This was our 15 year anniversary, believe it or not, 15 years this year, which is crazy to think that these little high school sweethearts lasted this long, 15 years, three kids later, and we're a pretty good team, not gonna lie. So we went to Maui, just the two of us to celebrate, and it was so relaxing. And a couple things happened in there. When you're an entrepreneur and you go on vacation, like your mind isn't always shut off, but I had to like intentionally try to shut it off um, and at least minimally like close my laptop, not answer work, like truly, truly off, off the grid. And when you do that and you don't go into it with like, I've got to think of my best idea ever. I'm going to have so much space to think of something so epic. Your ideas hit you when you least expect it. And those aha moments hit you when you least expect it. And so I'm on the beach. We are at our hotel. Our hotel's right on the beach. And I'm just laying back and the sound of the ocean. And it's just so calming. And I just looked out at the sunset that was right in front of me. And I was like, this is what I want to do forever. Like, I just want to do the things that make me happy. I just want to do the things that bring me joy. Like, I don't want to do what I don't want to do anymore. Like, if there are things I don't want to do, like, I'm done with doing that. And I had thought about like things I had been doing in my business, even on the agency side, like serving incredible clients. But like I mentioned earlier, it does take a lot of me personally one-on-one -on -one in certain instances. And so I'm like the way that I've packaged certain products or, you know, some of these one-off agency requests, like, can you just build me an email funnel? Can you just, you know, create this thing over here versus our consulting clients or our coaching clients or our mastermind clients? Like, there's a different energy with serving those kind of clients and there's a different way that my brain works with that. And I've also like came, came to grips with what I know I bring to the table, like what I do best. And so for me, I was like, I, I have to start making some tough decisions to really focus on only the things that I want to do because I have already proven my business concept at this point. Like I've already proven to myself that I can make it happen. And so now it's just a matter of, of moving forward and going with it. And that really shaped a lot of what Q4 ended up being for me, which was a season of reflection and a season of pausing and really thinking about how I want to change going into 2023. And I wouldn't have it any other way, despite the fact that this happened as frankly, as a result of some really tough stuff for this year. And I don't think without those things, I would have the same mindset or mentality, but it really has allowed me to view my business in a way that really, I talk about this all the time. We build our business around our lifestyle, but I really, at this point, I'm building my business around my lifestyle. Like my lifestyle that I want to live is truly like my North Star. And that is what is steering the ship and keeping my focus and really allowing me to kind of be that filter on does this thing that seems amazing and seems great and seems awesome and clients who are throwing money at you, like take my money, can you do this thing? Is that gonna lead me closer to my North Star or is it gonna lead me further away? And for a while I was like, it'll just be a slight detour, you know? Like I, I can handle a slight detour. But when you have like 
eight or 12 slight detours along the way, you're like, what the, what in the world? Like, I'm never gonna get to my destination on where I'm going. And sometimes that just sneaks up on you. And so that for me and for Maui was just like a really important moment of being like, okay, I'm gonna just take this time to truly decide how I want my business to look. Moving into next year, I'm gonna make some big girl decisions that are gonna shift how I show up for my clients on the agency side and what I do through Brand U. And I have never felt more aligned and more excited about it than I did in that moment and than I do right now. And I'm totally not gonna make it with picking up my son. So I'm gonna pause this. We'll be right back. Three hours later. Okay, so clearly I didn't make it in time to get my son, which is that not the theme of this entire episode of, I can totally figure this out. I can totally make it work. I can, I can launch by then. And no, no, you can't. Not actually. So, you know, I can totally get this episode done in 40 minutes before I have to pick up my son and do it flawlessly. Not like where the microphone's been muted the entire time. And it doesn't even matter if I have it or not at this point. This is just kind of indicative of what this whole year has felt like in a sense. It really has just been like, I got it all together. I got it. Everything's great. Everything's great. And then things happen and you're like, oh, awesome. The mic's been muted and I have a camera mic. So fingers crossed that this sounds okay. But that is just really what happened all of 2022. And that is entrepreneurship, ladies and gents. So if you are not ready for a roller coaster like this, don't even bother. Literally save your time, save your money, get a stable, stable nine to five and work for someone else's dream where you could just take home a paycheck and be okay with that. And it's fine because if you're getting into entrepreneurship, y'all, it's a roller coaster and it's ups and downs and it's beautiful and I love it and personally wouldn't change it for anything in the world, but you have got to be a type of personality for that and you have to be ready to be like really, really tried, like really, really tried. Like this is a kind of industry that brings all of your true colors out and really shapes who you are as a person, as a human. And frankly, like if you're up for it, it's gonna be the craziest ride of your life and absolutely insane and amazing. And if you're in it right now, then you know what I mean. And if you're not, you know, like you're welcome for saving you the time and headache and heartache and all that jazz, but you really do have to be able to roll with the punches. And that was really the theme of 2022 for me. And so going into 2023 now, rounding out my Q4, that is really what I want. Like I want to be able to embrace whatever is ahead for me. And I have like literally never felt more prepared for it, truly. And I feel so good going into this year. Like I have no doubt that this is going to be my best year ever financially, like wealth building wise, like really, you know, freedom and independence, both on time and financial freedom, all of that. Like I feel it in my bones that this is going to be our year because this past year was a struggle, but it really molded me and really shaped me into the person that I am right now that is fully preparing me for what is ahead. And I cannot wait for it. Like I can't wait for it. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And so for me, 
rounding out Q4 from a place of calmness and from a place of, you know, being able to roll with the punches and not feeling super stressed out about the fact that like, I just spent an hour recording a podcast episode that now needs to use <laughs> audio from this video because my mic was muted the entire time or, you know, all the, the twists and turns that life throws at you in business. Like I, I there would be days in my career where I'm like, bawling on the floor, just totally losing it. And I will probably have those days again, but it's how you bounce back up. It's how quickly you recover from it. It's your attitude once you rise from it. It's literally the beauty that comes from the ashes. And it is you just deciding that you're gonna take these moments, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you're just gonna use them for your benefit and for good and to leave a legacy and to leave an impact in whatever facet you are about to face and whatever journey that you are personally on. So I am so excited to share with you what 2023 is going to look like in terms of my plan, because I do believe in planning, but you've gotta be agile and you've gotta be willing to roll with the punches even within that plan. But I always approach my years with, you know, this is my goals. And for me, because I took so much time this quarter, especially to reflect and to heal and to really embrace what's ahead with only what I want to do, right? The vibe, like I don't wanna do what I don't want to do anymore because of that. Like I literally have never been so excited for this next season. So I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to it and I cannot wait to reveal and to share what's right around the corner, but I'm going to do another video on that, how I plan my year, how I visualize my year, how I get to this point of just affirming, people call it manifestation or confidence or faith, but really stepping into it with confidence and being able to just own your power and really make a plan that's doable and then allow yourself flexibility even throughout that plan. So I'll do a whole other video around that, but I think without everything that went down in 2022, like I would not be at the place that I am to embrace everything that is about to happen in 2023 because your girl is about to blow up. Like things are about to change and I'm fully here for it and I'm fully feeling it. And the fact that I'm sitting here doing this video is proof number one because I have not started a YouTube channel before. I've been wanting to for a long time. I'm super self-conscious about a lot of things, like not necessarily in the best way because, you know, conversation for another day, but everything that happened this summer and went down, like I really, really dealt with it by kind of eating my feelings and, <coughs> you know, honestly, the whole point of that is to say like showing up on camera doesn't come naturally to me, doesn't feel comfortable for me. Like I'm in my head about it, but I don't care. Like I'm tired of letting thoughts and opinions, even if they're my own, like stand in the way of greatness, stand in the way of what's ahead, stand in the way of what I know is possible. So here we go. Like here we freaking go. You better <laughs> this is happening going into 2023 and I am here for it. And I hope that you are too. Now, by the way, I talked all around this, but I did not where I give you the four question that you want to ask yourself when you're doing your own retrospective. And here they are right now. It is what worked, what didn't, what was missing, and what was confusing? What worked, what didn't work, what was missing, 
and what was confusing. Ask yourself those four questions when you do a postmortem over a launch, over a project, a retrospective on your year and what that looks like, and you'll be able to have such a fresh lens into your program. And if you have a team, have them do this exact same exercise. But if you are ready to embrace what is next for you as well, and you got this far in the video, I want you to comment. This is my year. Let me know that you are here for this next year. This is your year because that's how I feel like this is my year and I'm going hard for it. So if you're feeling that way too, comment below. Let's celebrate together. It's also just affirmation for yourself, right? Putting it out into the world, like putting it out into the universe and just letting people know like I, it's happening. This is my year and I'm here for it. Comment that below and be sure to stay tuned for my 2023 planning on what that looks like so that you can actually make those goals a reality and visualize what that year can look like for you. I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to hit the subscribe button here. We're here. I'm new. I'm still learning one of these places. Hit the subscribe to this channel so you're the first to know when the next episode drops and I can't wait to see you back. Until next time, sending you all of the good vibes.